listeners and listener land, welcome to St. Louis In Tune with Arnold Stricker and Mark Langston, where we size up current and historic events involving people, places, and things in areas such as <laughs> the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, government, health, history, housing, humor, justice, and sports. We originate from and connect the Gateway City to what's going on nationally and internationally. Well, Mark, how are you today, sir? I'm okay. I think you covered everything. I don't. I think I don't it's think... time for the show to be over now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think everything you just covered everything, every possible angle. A lot going on uh, locally, nationally, and internationally. It is everywhere, which we will try to accomplish in our hour today. Right. People will always ask. Why do you have people from other radio stations on? <laughs> and it's because we are so community-oriented and community-minded, and right. we're not selfish. It's like spread the wealth, and I do like classical music, too. Oh, yeah. We have Kathy Lutton-Brown from Classic 107.3, the voice for the arts in St. Louis, and she's here to talk about an event tonight, Mark, uh-huh. that's going to take place under the stars. And, Kathy, right. tell us about this event, and welcome back right. to St. Louis in oh, Tune. Applaud here, the Kathy's here. Well, <laughs> thanks for the <laughs> applause. The p- the yeah, you gallery. know, once, right. once a performer, always a performer. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> well, first of all, Mark, uh-huh. I think it's wonderful that you got the pastries, and I'm surprised because I thought you were already on a sugar high. You gotta get gotta get those those sugar highs every now and then. Arnold brought That's me some so coffee good. this morning oh, from somewhere. One of that spice pumpkin, pumpkin things. Pumpkin spice coffee. I'm there not a big go. spice guy, but he, it milk. does taste good. Oh yeah, a little liquid <laughs> ambition. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Right. By the way, folks, as you can tell, we radio people do have fun, even if we are from competing stations. Absolutely. Not competing, just friendly stations. Because yeah. we're not, you know, we're not. No. It's not, not a fisticuff enemy no. kind of thing. No. You know, and and I think the thing is, I think a lot of the listeners really get a kick out of the fact that, you know, radio people do cross pollinate from time to time, and yes, I think we that's do. a wonderful thing to do because it shows that we are committed to community and to making the world a better place and to really raising the overall water level, shall we say, you know. Right. Committed to terrestrial radio also. Yes, absolutely. What a concept. What a concept. (laughs) Yeah. Get get your can and your string and... (laughs) (laughs) Make sure that string is really good. Really tight. (laughs) Tight, tight, right. (laughs) Well, Arnold, I should thank you for the great setup on this, and then I immediately took a hard left. So I- <laughs> No worries. <laughs> Another exit ramp. Okay, Another exit ramp. <laughs> but well, here's an entrance ramp. There's an entrance ramp, and I'll start it by saying, you know, we were talking about radio personalities and, and, and folks in radio. My husband used to tease me because I was, I'm a professional singer and have been since I, since I was 17, mm. And he and I met in the Air Force Band in Washington, D.C. I was one of the singing sergeants. And he used to tease me by saying, oh, yeah, she makes her living running her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And you're still married to him. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, just funny, funny stuff. Well, we're in radio because we have faces for radio. Uh Me too. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Well, with Classic 107.3, which started life as the Radio Arts Foundation, but is now identified by Classic 107.3, which is much more easily remembered. Well, it's more. The Radio Arts Foundation, everybody thought that we were some sort of a charity organization, which in a sense we are. We're not-for-profit radio, but uh, we're Classic 107.3 right now, and that's what we're staying with. We're we're sticking with that story. (laughs) And uh, we're at 107.3 on the FM dial, and then we also broadcast on the HD2 channel of 96.3 HD2, mm-hmm. which is WFUN. So it's nice because that has a little more clarity, a little more reach, and uh, we've had a recent change in our leadership. We have a new CEO and oh, wow. GM. Her name is Julie Schuster, just a marvelous, marvelous lady, sharp, Beautiful people skills, able to speak in public on off the cuff, not be worried about uh, what she might say and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. She's she's just very gracious. She knows the proper thing to say and the right thing to say at any given moment. Uh, she also has good vision for what the station is doing and content wants to continue to do. Uh, and she's just been a real benefit to us. She's just been in her office here uh, officially for about a month Mm 
So I just wanted to be able to spread the word. And where did she come from, Kathy? Well, she's a St. Louisan. She's been very active in a lot of the different uh, arts organizations. As a matter of fact, she and I first met when we were serving on the board of the um, Artist Presentation Society. Okay. And as I said, she's sharp. She she is good at diagnosing what needs to be done, done next and mm-hmm. making the appropriate moves to get there. So cool. she's also done a lot of things with the station she was a part-time announcer and now she is our morning person but she's going to be handing that over to a new employee by the name of Gabrielle who's also an artist I mean an author by the way but uh she has also done the she's been our social media maven so she's been working with the presence online and that sort of thing so she has all these skills that she's acquired and really perfected which is Terrific, because when you're hands-on as a GM CEO, that's an invaluable gift. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're just so pleased to be able to celebrate her. Although that's not actually why we're doing this. This is just a plain old fundraiser. But I just had to shout her out because she, she wants that's, a raise. That's good. It's, She's it's, trying to get a raise, I think. Yeah, that's it. That's that, it. You're working that's on right. that raise? <laughs> Julie, you can pay me later. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> just schmoozing. I, I, I'd give you a raise. Okay. <laughs> I didn't get a raise through COVID, so let's try this. <laughs> Nobody got a raise through COVID. <laughs> Be nice to the boss. Okay. <laughs> Through COVID, I think the last two and a half years, I have been with our feet firmly planted in midair. Oh, yeah. I mean, really. Well said. Oh, man. Matter of fact, the gentleman who's going to be playing at our Mm -hmm. event tonight, he he and I did an interview here about a a couple weeks ago, and he he calls it the... um, Covacence, because it was a re- renaissance for him, because he went inward and started creating more. Oh. So the covacence, I think that's kind of a I cool like terminology, yeah. you know? I think because, a lot of artists did that. Yes. I'm talking about musicians yes. uh, in the visual arts, yes. uh, performing arts kind of people. How, how can I be creative with people across the country and do, you know, group kinds of things? And I'm sure literary artists also. Yeah. You know, and the thing is that in some senses... I'm a big believer in trying to discover the good in something and go with that rather than, oh, woe is me. Because if you choose to be a victim, most any aggressor will do. But, um, (laughs) you know, so, so if you, if you look at the goodness and that, that silver lining of that cloud, it did give us a chance to stop our frenetic lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We always go a hundred miles an hour with our hair on fire. Well, we had an opportunity to, okay, stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. Get quiet. Listen. So I think a lot of creativity came out of this. I think relationships found new ways. Sometimes more closely. Mm-hmm. Sometimes apart. We've we've moved apart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very interesting dynamic that we're going through right now. It's there's no point in denying that it's going on, you know. So we might as well just, you know, try and make the best of it. I think a uh, time of reflection that yeah. I think some people may have missed that along the way, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing is that unfortunately too, we've had such us and them kind of mentality, mm-hmm. and it, yes. we we've got to kind of figure out that we're we're all. <laughs> humans we're, we we're all, all have our together. pluses our minuses warts and all yeah. you know and that that <laughs> and to be patient with yeah. each other well. sometimes we're least patient with ourselves right true and then that goes out in terms of getting the claws out to everybody else yeah. and we don't need to do that yeah uh, it's uh-huh. it's a uh, an interesting time in how people come out of the um Corona Renaissance or what? <laughs> Coronaissance. Yeah, COVID Sans. Write that down, will you? Are, are things like kind of what we're doing, you know, talking about Precisely. it. Precisely. And celebrating some things that where people have actually developed something and felt really good. And I didn't know this uh, when you told me off the air that the musical guest, you know, he's a St. Louis product, but man, he's just blossoming on the yeah. West Coast right now. And yes, he is. His name is Ryan Marquez, and he has been, he's one of those people who's been working in this industry for 30 years, and all of a sudden things are just opening up and blooming, you know, the 30-year overnight success. But he is, he's very conversant in so many different styles, and that's really the beauty of it. And he 
has this quartet that's going to be playing tonight, and one of the things that we covered in the interview was the fact that he also, as do I, feels that the audience is not the audience. They are the participants mm -hmm. in it. Because if you get an audience response to something, especially in a, a gig like this, you know, where you're playing for people in a very intimate setting, it's not a pre-prescribed program, um, their reactions, their feedback, their responses to what you're doing informs how you go ahead with your music. And they really are a participating thing. You know, That's true of any musical performance right. because when you walk on that stage, you feel that energy. Right. You send it out, but you feel it coming back to right. you as well. But this is even more so because it is an intimate setting. Right. And that's, that's like you said, that's even more prevalent because you know the proximity with the audience and the performer is lessened yeah. but you can really feel that energy you can feel and if, and if you're as a performer maybe not a hundred percent energy wise it will boost you up it will cause yes. you to you know recharge and re-give back and then it's like the cyclical kind of thing it, absolutely and it, it feeds upon each other right and it yeah, it's really great. So it's it's a communication, <laughs> literally. So, coming up with all these new words today. <laughs> uh, it's just I'm just putting the emphasis on a different syllable, but you know, so, yeah. communication. Yeah. But it really is. It yeah. is co. Yeah. And you know? so tonight, tonight, folks, uh, it's September 9th, Friday. The wine and jazz under the stars, and this yeah. is going to be at uh, Lamar Sculpture Park. Right. Six p.m. Right. And uh, if you call the number, we, we've actually stopped selling the tickets on the air, but if you call today, you could probably get a, um, a ticket. 314-881-3523. Now, this is a fundraiser. This is one of our couple of fundraisers that we do through the year, So, it, as far as you know, an event is concerned. And so this um, has a cost of $95. Mm -hmm. But we're also doing something new this year, and we're doing a silent auction with it that is available through a, uh, a group called GiveSmart, so that you can actually grab your phone and bid on the silent auction. Ooh, items. that's dangerous. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. get, your, get your dialing finger in shape. Oh, I hit that by accident. <laughs> all right, they got it figured out now. <laughs> but you can see it all, and if you go to our website or the the uh, give smart to do the silent auction ag angle of it go to classic 1073.givesmart.com and that way you can see the auction items and all that kind of thing we'll cover a couple of them in the, in a minute and uh, our regular uh, site I'll give out later so I'm not confusing people but the silent auction number our address is classic 1073.givesmart.com yeah, so we're going to come back and talk about a little bit more about the details. This is an event that's taking place tonight at Lamar Sculpture Park, and it's going to feature the Ryan Marquez Quartet. So September 9th tonight, Wise and, Jan and Jazz Under the Stars. So we'll talk more about what kind of silent auction items are going to be there, and also about the wine and spirits portion yes. of that, okay? And this is Arnold Stricker with Mark Langston of St. Louis In Tune. St. Louis In Tune, we strive to bring you informative, useful, and reflective stories, as well as interviews about current and historic issues and events that involve people, places, and things. We cover a wide range of topics, such as the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, health, history, housing, humor, justice, and sports, and that's just to name a few. While St. Louis In Tune originates from the Gateway City and covers local topics, we also connect to what's going on nationally as well. If you missed any of our previously aired programs of St. Louis In Tune, simply visit stlintune.com. That's stlintune.com. There you'll find the show notes and everything that was mentioned in that episode and all the other great episodes as well. And if you've got an area that you'd like us to examine deeper, well, just let us know by dropping us a note at stlintune at gmail.com. 
That's stlintune at gmail.com. St. Louis Intune. It's heard Monday through Friday on the usradionetwork.com and many great radio stations around the U.S. and, of course, right here in St. Louis. Our website again is stlintune.com. Visit us today. That's stlintune.com. This is Arnold Stricker of St. Louis In Tune on behalf of the Dred Scott Heritage Foundation. In 1857, the Dred Scott decision was a major legal event and catalyst that contributed to the Civil War. The decision declared that Dred Scott could not be free because he was not a citizen. The 14th Amendment, also called the Dred Scott Amendment, granted citizenship to all born or naturalized here in our country and was intended to overturn the U.S. Supreme Court decision on July 9, 1868. The Dred Scott Heritage Foundation is requesting a commemorative stamp to be issued from the U.S. Postal Service to recognize and remember the heritage of this amendment by issuing a stamp with the likeness of the man Dred Scott. But we need your support and the support of thousands of people who would like to see this happen. To achieve this goal, we ask you to download, sign, and share the one-page petition with others. To find the petition, please go to dredscottlives.org and click on the Dred Scott Petition Drive on the right side of the page. On behalf of the Dred Scott Heritage Foundation, this has been Arnold Stricker of St. Louis In Tune. Welcome back to St. Louis In Tune. This is Arnold Stricker with Mark Langston. We're talking to Kathy Lawton-Brown. She's a host and writer for Classic 107.3, and she's here to talk to us about Wine and Jazz Under the Stars, which is an event. It's a fundraising event for Classic 107.3 taking place tonight. September the 9th at 6 p.m. at Laumeier Sculpture Park. And again, if you wonder why is a station having another station on, it's like we cross paths way too often mm-hmm. in this industry, and Mark more so because he's been in the industry you know, forever. Uh, yeah. Can, can I say something, too? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's hard to get in with him. Uh, so... <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Or me. <laughs> or me, right. So I just want to remind folks, we are we, we stream right on KXOK right now. We're on KXOK cool. at 102.9. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on the Odyssey app right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to kwrh929.org and listen to us. So we're trying to get our word out, too. Right. And it's wonderful to have Kathy with us from Classic 107.3. I know. That's the nice thing about the U.S. radio network. Yeah. And we're on the red. Yeah. So we're, yeah, we're all one big happy family, like Kathy said. Yeah. You know, and it's it's interesting because that was not necessarily always the case. No, 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 no. Not when I was. few claws out there in the years gone by. I'm glad that those have been Mm -hmm. put away. I know. (laughs) No, but it truly is a question of. We have so much fun together as broadcasters. Why not share that fun with the audience? Right. Truly. Right. That's, that's really what we're all and, about. And share knowledge and share different perspectives on things. Absolutely. Yeah, because, you know, here, you know, what we really do. <laughs> Could we use some more of that in the world? <laughs> oh, man, that's a Kathy's good Kathy's mouth is open. We're actually <laughs> listening to each other and having a conversation. Yeah, wow. Uh, <laughs> that's a concept that could catch on. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wonderful. So oh, I love man. some of these silent uh, auction items. Oh, oh yeah. golly. Well, uh, people have been so generous. A couple things that just, they just kind of blew up <laughs> out of the paper here were two signed bottles of wine and a book by Leonard Slatkin with oh, four my. stainless steel wine glasses. Cut it out. Yeah. Now, Ooh. Leonard has had a wonderful presence on our station for the last several years. He does a program. He started with a group uh program called the Slatkin Shuffle. The premise being, you know how you have a shuffle on your your, uh, your phone, iPod, right? Mm-hmm. And so he has his assistants from his device dictate the program. Oh, cool. And so it's, it's eclectic. Wow. It's fun. I mean, you might get everything from a Tchaikovsky performance to John Williams to... Mm. Stan Freeberg, the humorist from the 50s and 60s. Oh, Remember yeah. Stan Freeberg? Oh, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Just, it's great. And Is Maestro into rap? Rock. He, I don't think I've heard a rap from the Maestro, <laughs> but he may have, you know? But right. he's got all these marvelous different things. Yeah. Some fabulous jazz cuts and things yeah, like that. Yeah, he does that. love jazz. Yeah, he does. Mm. And uh, mm. he's such a warm, giving individual. And what's really fun about this show is that he... He is um, 
that personality comes through. You just, you feel like you know him better after you've listened to his show because mm-hmm. you get those insights into his personality. Right. But he was all on board with this oh, tonight cool. for the wine and jazz. And this is going to be at Laumeyer. We're going to have a little, you know, tent and all that. And I should really... Uh, give credit too to the catering company which is Hendry's Catering mm. some marvelous yummies and hors d'oeuvre and then we also have wine from Bomarito Wine and Spirits oh yeah and we have beer from Urban Chestnut oh so nice whatever your pleasure there you are but right. it ought to be great and of course the Ryan Marquez Quartet now some of the other auction items oh here's really a couple great. others that jumped yeah. out at me You've got a Cardinals basket, four (laughs) tickets to the UMB Championship Club, and a Whitey Herzog bobblehead. Oh, man. Have you ever been to the UMB Championship Club? Uh, No, I have not. That's where all of the uh, trophies are. The World Series trophies are in there. Oh, cool. And the food is unbelievable. It's all free, and the bar is open, and uh, it's really, it's that exclusive spot. Yeah, I was. Mark's there the guy there are knows. two of those things yeah. on there. There's two of those. That is a great. What a great. I yeah. Don't, yeah. Cardinals basket. Now that's not to dismiss some of the other fine things that are down here. We've right. got Opera Theater, St. Louis. Oh yeah. We've got right. some tickets um, to the St. Louis Philharmonic. We've got. Mm-hmm. A variety, and I'm just going to let you go on, Kathy. Well, you know, there are so many things, and the four tickets to all-inclusive PNC suite for the St. Louis Cardinals to back up into the into the baseball world for a minute. There's also a jeweler who has been, we've sort of partnered with, um, of course, Mary Pillsbury Jewelers. She also is very, very present in our programming and so forth. She does a lot of underwriting. There's also another jeweler by the name of Blusts Jewelers, and they have a necklace, necklace with two rings and cleaning claws, and also a $75, I'm sorry, no, a gift certificate. I don't have the amount, $150 uh, gift certificate, which is pretty nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can get something pretty nice for $150. There are season subscriptions to St. Louis Classical Guitar. You mentioned Opera Theater of St. Mm. Louis. That is two tickets to one of the operas and a $100 gift certificate to Café Provençal. Oh uh, let's see, <laughs> gift certificates for wine tastings at PRP Wine. Uh, lots. We're into wine, I think. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> go well, it does say wine and jazz. <laughs> it does say wine and jazz. Okay, sorry for those of you who are teetotalers. You don't have to drink it, but it's awfully nice. <laughs> um, a gift card to Top Golf and uh, oh, yeah. Pilates of West County. They have, um, let's see, there was one other I wanted to call out, and I'm looking for it. Turn my savings account. There's a SLAM membership there. there. Yes. St. Louis Art Museum. St. Louis Art Museum. That's a, oh, I have not been down there in way too long. Mm. I've got to get myself down there. Shame on you. I know. Shame on me. You're absolutely (laughs) right, Mark. It's true. Yeah, because I've just been going like a bat out of hallelujah, and I haven't (laughs) had a chance to get down there, you know? So, but that's such a glorious treasure. Oh, my yes. You know, and people who come to St. Louis always sure to bring them there and, uh, and have them experience the beauty of that art museum. It it's really, it's really a world-class is. museum. Um, the St. Louis Children's Choirs, they are tender in my heart. I'm on their board, but I've had so many students who had been members of that. And they do a fabulous job. They have over 100 young people that they work with every, every season. And they are learning not only how to sing together. I mean, they are learning the basics of musicianship. Oh, wow. These kids come out of there able to read. They are really, really well-schooled. So by the time they graduate from co- uh, high school, they are ready for any really? college thing. A lot of them test out a theory and sights, sight oh, wow. singing. Or as when we were in college, sight yeah. screaming and ear straining. Yes, yeah, sight singing. If you can, if you can, <laughs> can get out of sight singing, you're doing great. Absolutely. Oh yeah, <laughs> sight screaming. I know. But they do a fabulous job with these kids, and it's also a character thing. Mm-hmm. And with that goes a hundred and fifty dollar gift certificate to Timothy's Restaurant, which is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Repertory Theater. Two tickets to that. Giordano Jazz Company at Dance St. Louis. Oh Four my. tickets to that and a gift certificate to Kemal's. Oh, yeah. Mm. All sorts of oh, goodies. Mm. What do y'all think? Yeah, we've that? had several wonderful. people. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on the applause. This is wonderful. We've <laughs> had some people who've really been out there beating the streets. And primarily, a special thanks to a board member by the name of Elizabeth Lashby 
and especially to our new director of corporate relations and sales, and that is Patty Reich. She has been a force to deal with, but they've been out there just, you know, getting these wonderful things. Patty has marvelous vision. She has a tremendous background, not only in radio, but also in print media. Hmm. So she was married for a while to a, for several years, to a Coast Guard member. So she lived in Kodiak, Alaska. Oh, wow. She lived in Hawaii. <laughs> and I've been to both places, you know, and so it's great fun to to get to know Patty, but she's been a dynamo, and she's kind of taken point on putting this whole event together. Wow. Now, when people think of classical music and classic 107.3, they think, well, I'll need to wear a formal tonight. What is the dress? <laughs> Casual. Casual. So, you know, something that you would... Maybe not cutoffs, but you know, casual, right. casual dress, and uh, that's the whole idea. You know, I think you're right. There's still that concept in some minds that, oh, this is classical music. This is serious music. Sit at attention, Mister Stricker. Right. <laughs> Back straight. It's about right. time. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told us. <laughs> but really, this. So many classical musicians, I mean, it's been my experience, and my whole life has kind of been around musicians and, and you know, as part of my own world. We'd love to have fun. It's kind of like these crazy broadcasters that we are here. You know? <laughs> yeah. we, we just all love it. And, of course, you're a musician, Arnold. Yep. And, you know, the thing is that I think people that are creative like that do think outside the box. They're ready to grab onto that energy impulse and that kind of thing. So some of the conversations can be absolutely not only hilarious, but incredibly intriguing. So, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. Again, so dress is casual, folks. Yeah. It's free parking. You yes. don't have to be shuttled there. It's going to be on site. <laughs> and there's a phone number again? I, there is a phone number. Uh, to, to get tickets at the to last get minute? tickets at the very last minute ticket, 314 881 3523. I'll say that again. So, what's that number? Call before midnight. Tonight. Call before midnight. Okay. Call before midnight. <laughs> uh, well, it'll be over by midnight. That's actually. right. <laughs> <laughs> call before, uh, let's see, downbeat is uh, 6 p.m., I believe. Okay. So um, call 314-881-3523. And if you want to just, just get more information about the event itself, go to our website, which is classic1073.org. Org. And if you are interested in the silent auction, you can go to classic1073.givesmart.com, classic1073.givesmart.com, mm-hmm. and get more information about that. You can do that on your phone, yeah. which is very dangerous for those people who really have double thumb usage extremely well. <laughs> they, can, they can type 100 words in, with two thumbs. I'll tell you what, I can't... I guess my fingers are too fat or something. I never thought they were, but boy, when it got into texting, it comes out all gobbledygook. You know, I have to <laughs> read and reread, and I still send out some things that are oh, just. Oh yeah, I hate totally spell check. <laughs> well, maybe you are spelling it correctly. Spell check. Yeah, and it's and, and it's it's messing you up. It is. Yeah, yep. yeah. There are times that happens. Yeah, and it also has no idea of punctuation. No, it, no. The, I, the conjunction it apostrophe s it is its. Right. Well, they'll contis- consistently put uh, an apostrophe when you're talking in the possessive. Its main pur- purpose is, you know, and they'll put a, yeah. And I'm not can, a fan of spell check. You can tell we are <laughs> of the generation that when we text, we actually use proper grammar and right. punctuation. Why, sure. <laughs> and so I, I dictate now. I, got to I my, do too. And I, have, and I even oh. have to say uh, question mark. Right. Exclamation mark. Yeah, semicolon. Period. Yep. You know, but maybe I, I should start doing that. Try it. It's very helpful. <laughs> it does. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that, too. The dictating works pretty good. Yeah, it does. Plus, yeah, I don't like to do it when I drive, so I just right. Just talk. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> right. We, that's a whole show on uh, texting me, and driving. What, what was your license plate again? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> looks just like your car. DNGR. <laughs> I love it. Danger. Danger. I should... <laughs> 
I should probably also thank everybody else who has participated in putting this event together. We had Patty, like I said, who's sort of taken point on this. And then also we have Sandra Richardson, who's uh, in our development department. Mm. And I'll talk a little more about her in a minute. And uh, Carol Comerford has been helping put this together. And also Julie Schuster's son, Anton. He's been a boon this last couple of uh, mm. weeks in helping to get the organized, the, the information organized, you know, and get it all into a cohesive form where I can right. come here and run my mouth. Right. But uh, it's been great. Now cool. we have our main development person, whose name is Linda Shedlowski, is retiring. This is her last event. Today is her last day. Oh, well, cool. So we're, you know, just, it's sort of a going away party and everything for Linda. But uh, She's like, wow, look at this party you're throwing yeah, for me. He brought, wine. he brought <laughs> wine and jazz. That's right. And we're going to have all the gang there tonight. Uh, Tom Sutholt will be there. He's the afternoon host. And our engineer, uh, Brandon Lemieux, is going to be there. And maybe even Gino Belosi, who's our chief oh, engineer, wow. who gets us, like, from the station up on the air, oh, yeah. you know, to the tower and all that. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to be there. Leonard Slatkin's going to be there. Cool. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's wow. gonna to be a blast. It really will. Name and it's dropper. small enough where you can really, you know, rub shoulders and schmooze a little bit. Right. That's wonderful. I love to schmooze. Yeah, yes. schmooze and booze. You know, so this is know. Wine and Jazz Under the Stars tonight at Lamar Sculpture Park, mm-hmm. 6 p.m. Musical guest, the Ryan Mar- Marquez Quartet, mm-hmm. Classic 107.3. For more information, 314-881-3523. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we would just love to see you there. And if you can't be there, because, you know, you may be hearing this at the last minute, you have other plans, do check out the silent auction items, because that's really fun. And that, once again, classic1073.givesmart.com. What a beautiful night for, oh, yeah. the weather. Yeah, weather's just perfect. And that's a yeah. wonderful park, too. It is. It is. And how do you call it? I call it Lohmeyer. I call it Laumeyer. 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 That's okay. because of our German background. Is that it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When you're a musician, you have to deal with all these German <laughs> phrases and these Italian phrases right. and stuff. Okay. So you, right. Laumeier, yeah? I, know. I figured you all were right and I was wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. Potato, potato. Look okay. at us. I mean, we call spit a road, spady. Or poor, poor. Right, right. Gravoy. Is it Gravois. poinsettia or poinsettia? Or what is it? Poinsettia. Poinsettia. Okay. Oh, that's an argument that goes here we on go. and on and on. I know. I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's, an, here's another one. Oh, no. Uh-oh. So the exit ramp we've taken, Kathy. Yeah, we've taken a little <laughs> exit ramp. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Would be, and we learned this from one of our guests one time, mm-hmm. Dutchtown, you know, uh-huh. the southern part uh-huh. of the, right. the city. Scrubby Dutch. Was really, it was full of Germans at the time, and it was Deutschtown. And during an event, some people who came to challenge some of the Germans called them you Dutch, this Dutch, you Dutch, Dutchtown. And so it really should be Deutschtown. Oh, my. Really? Yes. But it just sort of got trans, it, uh, transliterated. Yeah. transliterated. Yeah, we, we'll take an E out of Deutsch, and now we've got Dutch. Dutch. Dutchtown, yeah. isn't that interesting? Right. You know, it's a poor day. You don't learn something <laughs> new, isn't it? it? I know. <laughs> this is a wealth of information. This show is, yeah, we're, we're full of trivia. <laughs> That's right. Some useless, some kind of neat. Right. Some, some helpful. <laughs> So Classic 107.3, the Voice for the Arts, their activity tonight, the 6th mm-hmm. Annual Wine and Jazz Under the Stars at Laumar, Laumeyer, Laumeyer <laughs> Just say, Park. Yeah, right. The Sculpture uh, Park. The Sculpture <laughs> Park. Parking's free, silent auction, casual dress. Yeah, everybody knows where that's at. Down, uh, it's down in uh, Sunset Hills. Down there, way down, down there. there. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's in Sunset Hills. Okay. <laughs> It's all in your perspective. <laughs> well, it's an inside joke we have. <laughs> down there. Down there. Way down there. <laughs> all right. oh, Thank you for coming in. Well, oh, yeah. you're very welcome. Thank you oh, for having goodness. me. Good this to have you back. So Are we already done? Holy smokes. Will you come back again soon? Yeah. Come on. What a delight I'll to have you. pastries. Really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, if you come on Friday, we got the whole Miss Hulling there stuff upstairs. See, for you Facebook people who are watching this, you see, we just, we'll just all get together right, and munch right, out. Right. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. Well, I, I want know. to thank you all, too, yeah. for, for doing this. And I want to have you on my show. She's pointing at Arnold. With you. Pointing, I'm pointing at, Arnold. at Arnold. Yes. Because he is a clarinetist. And just last week, sat in with tell us, the... Pray tell, pray tell. Tell the story. Come on. I want to yeah, hear the I'd love to. I'm sorry. I don't, yeah, I'd, I'd shut up. Right now. 
Arnold's go going, ahead. shush, shush. I don't know. Please. <laughs> All right, go ahead. But we had a, a live stream of the All-American Alumni Band, and it was members of the high school band. Do you remember the marching band, the McDonald's All-American High School Band? Oh, they were in the Macy's Day Parade, right. they were in the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. the um, uh, Fiesta Bowl, and uh-huh. they also had the opportunity to play at places like... Uh, uh, Carnegie Hall and right. some of the finest halls wow. in the country. And these were all high school kids, high mm. school seniors. They had two guys, or two two players, I shouldn't say guys, that's my Midwest coming out. They had two players from every state, plus D.C. and uh, two of the uh, Virgin Islands. Mm. The, Puerto Rico. Uh, Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And so they would march and all that, but they discontinued uh-huh. funding this for a very long time. McDonald's did. Well, one of them got the idea, Allison Felter over at Opera Theater St. Louis, said, why don't we, why don't we, they've been com- corresponding a little bit, why don't we maybe have a reunion? So they did this three years ago. It was three years here ago. Here in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and they did it at the Shaw Bandstand out in Compton, uh, in Tar-Grove. Um, uh, Tar-Grove Park, right. where the Compton Heights Band plays. Mm. And so this year they did it again. Well, on Saturday... We were kind of getting some iffy weather forecasts and decided maybe we should bring it in. So they they moved into where they'd been rehearsing, which was Kirkwood Presbyterian. Mm. I immediately made a bunch of PSAs, you know, to say we've changed our location and everything. We live streamed it, and it was fabulous. Really? And Arnold uh, sat in as one of the clarinetists because he was in the Compton Heights band for a long time. I was a guest clarinetist. Yeah. Guest guest performer. Guest performer. Yay! And uh, we also had the opportunity to present a proclamation to Harry Swanger, rather, and his wife Kitty, who really founded the Compton Heights Mm -hmm. concert band. That was a proclamation from the mayor of the city of St. Louis, Mayor Jones. Wow. Yeah, and it was really quite a nice moment, and I know the Swangers were mm. ever so appreciative. And the president of the All American Alumni Band mm. presented it to them, and it was quite a tender moment. It was pretty nice. It was a wonderful concert. It was an opportunity for, and, and I was not a member of the McDonald's group. I was what Spectator. we call in the music business. I was a ringer, <laughs> and uh, but I can play, so I wasn't just a. a, a a body sitting in a chair, wiggling my fingers. You still are. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. He was a ringer, but not of bells. Not, <laughs> right, right, not a bell ringer. But it was it was uh, very fun. Uh, a director was brought in to rehearse the band, and Stephen Gage. All right, he was um, a retired director, and most musicians can't stay retired. He's working at Indiana State University now, okay. kind of on an interim basis. Right. And you, play, you played your clarinet. Played my clarinet. We had rehearsals. That How were, long has it been since you've played your clarinet? Uh, you want me to actually admit? Yes. Okay, so I, I was. Yes, yes. So I was asked two weeks before the concert, uh-huh. <clears throat> "We need a clarinet player. Uh-huh. Would you be willing to play?" Right. I had not played for about almost a year. Oh, that's and not bad. Prior to that, I had not played for about fifteen years. Oh, okay, that's bad. <laughs> but pull out the soft reeds. But when two, two and a half, yeah, I have reeds. I have reeds that are forty five years old. So, wow, really? But no, when uh, you know, having been okay. having played a lot in college and afterwards as a band director, but playing a lot in college, I was a clarinet minor. So things they just they don't go away. They just they're there. You just need to work them back into shape. And the biggest thing that needed to come back into shape was my chops, my, chops, my amateur. Yeah. And we, we were practicing six and a half, seven hours. Did the mustache and beard get in the way? Uh, no. Okay. No. Just Actually helps. No. Really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like riding a bike. You had to practice. You had to get. Oh, I had to practice. Yeah. I could have played probably for about three minutes. <laughs> and that's it. And the concert was an hour and a half, so yeah. I had it's it's an endurance kind of thing. It's oh, like yeah. running, or it's like it any it's an athletic kind of thing. You're using muscles that you normally don't use. Yeah, you're using air and your yeah. I was going to say your lungs. You have to have good lungs. I would think. So it's uh, it's a process, and it's that's why practicing is important. You just can't pick it up and. So now have you quit practicing now that you that the no I I have actually practiced <laughs> after that. I didn't practice yesterday or the day right. before. Today I have to practice. So. Okay, yeah. are your lips will go? Yeah, my my lips are pretty good. It's yeah. it's when you play for an extended period of time without a break, 
Mm-hmm. And you know, when we're rehearsing, like you rehearse, you'll play a song, or maybe the director will rehearse a mm-hmm. section of that, and so you're resting. And but when you go, it's kind of like running a marathon. If you ran for a hundred yards and you stopped, and you know, okay, I'm going to run for now a half mile. I'm going to stop. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to run for maybe three quarters of a mile and stop. But when you now all of a sudden I got to run for 26 miles without stopping, right. that's different. Mm. So that's that endurance that you have. So to there was up. no intermission. There was brief intermission, as brief. Kathy was stating. The proclamation, the proclamation was oh, okay. a time. There was no formal intermission. Okay. And she did read some uh, musical notes in between about the composition or about the Kathy composer. Did? About I did. Oh, in between. I Wow. Ooh. And those things are actually to help the performers rest. <laughs> they're not. They're not to in place. <laughs> yeah, they do inform the audience of what's going on, but it's mainly to help the performers uh, uh, so you we're know, a catch peek, a break. Yeah, we're getting a peek behind the curtain. That's here. right, okay. little little peek behind the curtain. Okay. <laughs> Pay no attention to the woman behind the curtain. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> He's only pushing bells and whistles. Well, I'm the great odds. <laughs> but it actually really does help because, first of all, the conductor doesn't have to be thinking about what am I going to say about this next because the conductor has his or her head in the music, right. and, you know, not in making the comments. So it's a very helpful thing to have right. an MC. And then, like Arnold said, it gave them, doing the proclamation, There was it took about two minutes mm-hmm just to read the proclamation itself, you know, because mm-hmm. proclamations are always oh, yeah. stuffed full of whereases and wherefores and all that. And therefores. You know? and uh, so that also gave uh, Kim, the, the uh, president of the organization, the opportunity to walk the uh, proclamation around so people could see it. Oh, nice. Uh, but then there were other things. We, I'd learned a couple of really touching stories the night before from Allison Felter. So I interjected those so that everybody had a minute or two to kind of go blah, 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 you know, with their chops and kind of get their mouths back in shape. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. they were playing some really tough Really complicated, stuff. Yeah. challenging. And yeah. Challenging, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hard blowing concert is what they mm-hmm. we used to say in the Air yeah. Force Band. Oh, uh, and it was, so it was something where you could kind of regain your chops a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're playing every minute of every piece, but mm-hmm. the thing is that right. you do feel that... that of course, there were two pieces. Accident. One was four pages long where there were no rests. Yeah. And I was like, okay. No rests. Really? <laughs> okay. Who, who picked that? <laughs> yeah. Who picked this race? Right, but you know what's interesting as a performer and having sat under a lot of directors, and I wanted to be a high school band director since I was in seventh grade. Oh. You'd have been great. And oh. I really enjoyed it. And once I got to do that, I was oh. like, okay, now what do I want to do? Because it was, I had achieved my goal, and there was, I was conflicted in a lot of different ways. But the story that I really want to tell about this is when you sit under directors, you learn what to do and what not to do, what's effective and what's not effective, what to say, what not to say, when to take a break, when not to take a break. I learned two several things in these rehearsals and that's when you really learn and he mentioned this and it's really true the camaraderie that you develop and the musicianship that you're you're gleaning with your fellow musicians happens during the rehearsal the concert is almost like an afterthought it's like you start you stop boom it's done but all of the interactions that you have with the director with uh, the people that you're performing with that happens during rehearsal he said a couple things one is about style and uh, the director, um, uh, Steve Gage, and I, we had a conversation about style, that style is really not being taught in uh, high schools and uh, colleges. And what we're talking about is how you play a march versus how you play uh, an, an overture or march style is a huge specific style, uh, knowing how to play uh, that, when to put an accent on, and right. uh, how light you need to play music. And he, he defined staccato, which I've always defined as light and separated, as a ping-pong ball. And then he defined uh, regular tonguing as like a tennis ball. And then if you're doing a legato tongue, which would have a tenuto mark on top of it, which I was called smooth and connected, it's a basketball. And so it's a visual kind of thing also for people to understand a ping-pong ball, a tennis ball, and a basketball as to when it bounces and the space ah. that it takes up on what it lands on is really your thought process on how long uh, that note should be, which I thought was very, very, very good. I love that metaphor. That's fabulous. Yeah. The second thing he said, which was very touching to all the band members, 
was, uh, and it's, it's very emotional also, because many of the audience were elderly at the concert. And he said, and we played some great music, uh, America the Beautiful by Carmen, Carmen Dragon, the arrangement, just, it's just a classic version. We played Stars and Stripes Forever, but we played, you know, some uh, John Williams songs and some other very, very nice music. But he said, some people, and he, he said this when we were practicing the Star Spangled Banner, he said, some people will hear this music for the very first time, and some people will hear it, this will be the last time they hear it. So when you play it, yes, play it. And that was like, everybody was like, woo. Yeah, I, that's really interesting that you would say that because Mary Weber, the trumpeter here in town, she's just a tremendous player. She actually used that same quote here a few weeks ago that, you know, and she plays a lot of the military funerals mm-hmm. out at uh, Jefferson Barracks. Mm-hmm. There you go. For some people, this may be the first time they've heard it. Right. And others, the last. Right. And, of course, the impact that they has on the families, too. Absolutely. You know, and being a veteran, you know, I, I think about that kind of thing a lot. So mm-hmm. when I'm doing a Star Spangled Banner, you know, or a God Bless America, you really, you have to connect to that emotion. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought Stephen was a phenomenal conductor. I really did. I loved watching him because I was able to be sort of on the side where I could see his interaction with the band mm-hmm. and his expressions were so great and every fiber of his being was in the music mm-hmm. and he was so clear you know we've all worked with conductors who have what they call us a, a circular beat you know right. the Hakawi beat where the Hakawi yeah you know but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true and that's when you just simply bury your head in the stand and keep going but and you don't watch <laughs> you, you actually develop a corporate uh, agreement right. as to what you're going everybody's to do. listening to everybody else right oh what wow. a concept that yeah. is but then there are other conductors who just give you so much and they get so much from the band too because ah. they're getting expressions and they're getting getting right. the eyes and that kind of mm. thing so there again yeah that's a that's another thing that uh mm. he brought out and with this particular group sometimes when you have and this is not a diss on professional musicians because i was a professional musician not any longer uh, but when some people have egos that they are like the greatest thing since sliced bread <laughs> and this particular group there were no egos and everybody played together and it was probably the musicianship in that group was as good as when i was playing at the university of kansas Mm -hmm. and we played we played we had some really we had a lot mostly music majors playing and this group they they all wanted okay we can play this music give us more pull more out of us pull more out of us rehearse us more we just don't want to go through the motions here we want to play the music. So how do you view this? And that's what he did. He felt that was evident, which is, uh, you know, an important role because it could be that you got enough people like, and no, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't, I don't want to have to go through this. We got this down. Let's not worry about it. No, he was pulling more and more and more out of us, which was very good. That's what I appreciated. Yeah, and, and you guys were great you you really gave it to him too you know it was what he wanted they went with well and they also had one of their missions is to help educate and and mentor young musicians they had three high school musicians that had been nominated by their band director to sit in the band oh great um a young lady playing saxophone Mm -hmm. uh a young gentleman playing tuba and flute flute flutist yeah young man playing flute. wow and uh, so we recognized those students as well. And it was just, it was really, it was a heart, heartthrob kind of a, mm-hmm. kind of a uh, performance, you know, that it was just... Uh, yeah, it was. And, and one of those stories connected. from one of those students, I'll just, the saxophone player, her mom would bring her, it, all, these students were from the Visual Performing Arts um, Magnet School in the city. Huh. And... Great. Her grandmother bought her this saxophone, and her grandmother was pretty much bedridden at oh. the time. And but knowing that her granddaughter was in this concert, she came to the concert. It was fabulous. It was great, and I had the opportunity to meet her grandmother beforehand. That was one of the stories that Allison had told me mm-hmm. the night before. 
And so I talked to her because there's nothing that's more terrifying or scary than somebody calling you out when you weren't expecting it. Right. And you know that they're on the radio. And um, I said to her, do you mind if I talk about this? You know, I'd like to, to tell your story. And she was so sweet and so gracious. And uh, hmm. it was I, Dakota was the young lady's right. name that was the player. And I think that Sandra, the grandmother, was very gratified. And, of course, the fact that she could actually be there, you know, because she'd mm. been convalescing for so long. Right. That was a very special moment. Oh, yeah. Another one was a fellow who had lived in Maine, who lives in Maine. His wife had been in the hospital. And she had just gotten out of the hospital, but she was determined she was going to be part of this uh, this concert. Mm. And she had already organized, whether it was going to be in her hospital room or at home, she'd already organized a listening party for the live stream. Oh, wow. <laughs> I hadn't heard that story. Yeah. And so, well, you were probably getting playing with a reed. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt I was. <laughs> Out there whittling, you know, the oboe players and the, right. and the clarinetists and saxophonists. But um, it, was, it was just great, you know. So we called out uh, Russell. I can't think of his last name, the, uh, one of the clarinetists and uh you know call did a little shout out to mary we will be rebroadcasting that concert <laughs> i don't know exactly when but i'll let you know please, Arnold, please um, do. because i think you'd like to know and uh, i'd like to hear it yeah sit, sit back yeah. and listen are Here. they going to do it again next year it's possible i know that they're going to have another reunion concert now as to exactly whether it'll be a year or two years and exactly where it'll be we don't gotcha. know yeah they had a reunion concert in ohio earlier uh, oh, so Memorial. they go around the country or is that it or? well kind of centralized for people from the uh -huh. coast to come gotcha. yeah and so it was this was their third concert together mm -hmm. and so they actually marched in the Memorial Day Parade in oh Ohio. Okay. We're getting close to the end here, guys. I, I don't think there's I any marching any longer. We need another hour with Kathy. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> you call Al Hall. Just let me know. You need you to me. sing next time you come. <laughs> there you I want to hear you sing next time. <gasps> okay. So don't forget. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Folks, the. Uh, nice like God Bless America. Right. The event tonight, Wine and Jazz Under the Stars, Classic 107.3. For more information, 314-881-3523 for tickets. That's tonight. September the 9th at 6 p.m., the Ryan Marquez, Marquez Quartet. That's hard to do, isn't it? Quez Quar. Mar <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's a double one there. Yeah. Ryan Marquez Quartet, and they are going to be terrific. And food by Hendry's Catering, mm. Bomberito Wines and Spirits for the wine, and Urban Chestnut for the beer. And It'll be fun. you can see you tonight. Mm -hmm. It'll be fun. Well, that's all for this hour. Thanks for listening, folks. Don't forget, when the Martians invade, they must get a permit. There's only always been one race, the human race, and every one of us have different characteristics and is uniquely valuable. St. Louis in Tune is a production of Motif Media Group and the U.S. Radio Network. For St. Louis in Tune, co-host Mark Langston, I'm Arnold Stricker. Remember to walk worthy and let your light shine. <laughs>